As we get out of COVID, lots of things uh, were changed during that time. We had a lot of federal funding that was able to fund a lot of things. And schools, obviously, a big part of uh, the group that got a lot of extra cash during the COVID pandemic. Well, now there, there was expiration dates, and we're getting to the point where things are starting to expire. So now the question is, how are things at schools going to be impacted? Specifically, we're looking at ESSER funding. It's a federal program under the CARES Act that's designed to help elementary and secondary schools navigate the impacts of COVID. That's about to expire. To talk about the implications of that here in Raleigh as well as just nationally, I bring on Amanda Myers. She's a director at Link. Amanda, thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Tell me about yourself first and uh, about your organization, Link. Of course. You know, I am a director at Link, and we specialize in K-12 technology and really working with school districts to help them optimize that back office. I think a lot of us as parents are very familiar with some of the tools that we interface with or the technology that our kids use. But we we run the full gamut, and we also work with those folks in the back office who are managing some of those funds and using tools to make sure funds like those ESSER funds that were part of COVID are spent with the student in mind. So just how essential are these ESSER funds? What role have they played over the past few years? ESSER funds, so the Elementary and Secondary School Emergency Fund, is have been invaluable to a lot of school districts. They have been used from everything for the remote learning technologies to air filters to make sure that the air is safe for students to breathe. North Carolina received, I believe, about $487 million in total, and that's a considerable sum. Um, but when we, talk to, when we talk to folks in a recent survey, what they told us is about 35% of them said, you know what, when that ESSER funding runs out, they may not have enough money to support those technology investments. And North Carolina is a really interesting case because there's something that's being discussed, and you'll probably hear more about it in the coming months. It's called the fiscal cliff. And that's what happens to districts when those funds run out. Unfortunately, you know, North Carolina is at risk. It meets two of those criteria. It is one of the states with the highest ratio of those federal leave funds to overall spending. In North Carolina, ESSER funds were about 12% of the budget. And then it has one of the largest shares of students who attend school in high-poverty districts or are in poverty themselves in North Carolina. That's about half of your public school students. So when that ESSER funding runs out, it could be really challenging. Add to that, you have a legislature that's understandably exploring other options. A lot of the voters have said, we want something different. We want school choice. And that could have an additional impact on budgets. So there may be a one-two punch when it comes to North Carolina and the budgets that are going in front of a lot of our school districts. So you were saying essentially, compared to the rest of the country, North Carolina is more reliant on things like ESSER funds than other states. Yes, that's certainly been correct over the last two years. And we're seeing a lot of schools in North Carolina. I should note that Link is actually based in Wilmington. And so we talked to a lot of administrators in districts, and they're already starting to kind of wonder about their own budgets and what those budgets may look like in the years to come. How do you adjust to a new reality when 12% of your budget may be taken away? Obviously, ESSER funds haven't been around forever. There was many years before they existed. Are, 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 
looking at those times, surely the schools were able to function. Is it a, a point where uh, they got the ESSER funds and they became too reliant on them? I don't think so. I think, you know, the ESSER funds were used really appropriately, but there's another trend that we're seeing that kind of has, is impacting and maybe making the situation worse than it might have been otherwise. And that really comes down to staffing. So, you know, 47% of folks who came into our survey told us that staffing shortages are huge. And we know that in North Carolina, there's been a lot of challenges. This time last year, you had Durham Public School staffing shortages led to more than 700 kiddos being waitlisted for district after school. Wakes County Public School is having a major staffing shortage and in the spring had nearly 300 teaching positions. And in Chapel Hill, you know, they were seeing a real shortage in bus drivers. And so they actually elected to raise that bus driver pay to 20 bucks an hour. It's, you know, people have left roles for different reasons. Um, but when you have less budget and then you have fewer teachers, you've got both, you know, a reduced amount of money and a reduced amount of people to educate the students. That can create a real strain on a district and is something that we're starting to see a lot of districts think about and really bring to the forefront of their budget planning process. Speaking with Amanda Myers, a director at Link, which is based out of Wilmington here in the great state of North Carolina, we're talking about ESSER funding running out. That was part of the CARES Act uh, all during COVID-19, federal money being sent to all the states. North Carolina certainly uh, relying on some of these extra funds to deal with some uh, financial problems that uh, were able to be solved for a brief amount of time, but it looks like that's about to, to end. We talked earlier that a lot of this money is going toward technology, and your company certainly works with technology in schools as well. What are some specific things that could be impacted if this or when this money goes away? You know, I think there are a number of things, and I I want to point out, too, that, you know, as much as technology could go away, it could also be the answer in terms of you and I, if we have a household budget, we may go into online banking, see what we have, and, and be able to kind of understand what we can use. So technology is a cure, but one area that we're starting to see a lot of interest in, and I think is important in terms of could be on the chopping block, but probably shouldn't, is security. And I know the North Carolina Department of IT recently hired a chief risk officer, and you saw some cyber threats in October of last year that led to a system outage. But it's not just these big government agencies. Districts are starting to become impacted, too, because they handle a lot of really sensitive information as it relates to students. So cybersecurity is certainly top of mind. We have about half of K-12 school districts nationwide reporting an increase in the number of cyber attacks. I know lots of people, lots of consumers and parents are seeing that just coming into their regular email box. So security is something that I think people might view as a nice to have, but would encourage them to really think about it as a necessity, especially as we move forward. That certainly could be a big deal if a school system decides, hey, you know what, we're going to put less emphasis on cybersecurity, and then all of a sudden they get a ransomware attack. Absolutely. Her name is Amanda Myers, director at Link out of Wilmington, talking about uh, school funding. We'll see what happens as the ESSER funds uh, are set to expire. Amanda, thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me.